everyone. Welcome back to Bombarded. I'm going to recap that last episode real quick. The Bards had decided to make their way into the mountains and decided to climb over the, you know, not the worst path, but definitely more dangerous. And along the way, you know, they had to scale the side of this mountain pass to get up there. And Randy found a goat. Randy found half a goat. A half of one, yeah. yeah. They, uh, Yashi got hit by a rolling boulder that mm-hmm. came down the mm-hmm. hill. And Razzle <laughs> found a, a path that the goats actually take up the mountain. So you made your way up this little path until it became a little bit more narrow, and you saw some oddities with the side of this mountain face. You noticed that some of the stone had been, like, bulged out, and at one point there was a large hole with kind of blood spattered around the edge. And uh, there were some complications getting up as there was this constant sound of, like, stone hitting stone and just causing these large tremors, making it difficult to uh, go back up the switchback trail. But eventually you made it up to the top and found a nice landing where you had two paths you could go. One down a rift that had been, looks like the mountain had been cracked off and slid to the slide. Caught, slid. Slide, slide. Slide, slide. Yeah. <laughs> but you found two paths and one looks like it had, the mountain had kind of cracked and shifted and fallen off to the side a little bit, causing this ravine that you could go through. And the other being this oddly crafted path up that was just a straight way up but it was ramps layered on top of each other and there were boulders rolling down them. Super Mario 64. That's all I thought about. Yeah. Bomb on <laughs> Battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking Donkey Kong. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you know, classic either way. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Love it. But yeah, so you looked at the two options, gauged them. You saw boulders kept falling down the hole from the top of the, the right path. Not the right path, but right. the path to yeah, the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, That's for you to decide, Kyle. Nope. It's actually no. for you to decide, which you decided to go to the left path, which was the ravine that had been caused by the mountain sliding off of itself and you saw all these holes dotting the sides of this actual uh, path and they matched the hole that you had found with like the blood splatter around it as well and when you decided to walk down this ravine you caught, caught off guard by a large creature known as a boulette luckily you were able to beat it in initiative after it had surprised you and you were able to get a song in which kind of stiffened it up and made it seem like it was responded very well to the music that you had played and it kind of fell over to its side but once it did you had noticed that there was yeah a leather collar around its neck it had some weird accessories on its feet mm. and it started making out this uh this very loud call very loud what uh, that sound like again Kyle? yeah Boom. <laughs> I think that's what I did. Still got it. <laughs> and uh, and then you heard the sound of stone from the Donkey Kong Mario 64 path behind you. That that sound stopped. Uh. And that's pretty much where we're picking up. So, what are you doing in this moment? Uh, Reveling have this, in our beauty. <laughs> you have this <laughs> semi-petrified boulette in front of yeah. you. And, uh, yeah. You know, Allie's right. We never just take a second. Just step back and admire just the song like, that we did. Just talk about, yeah, that really felt yeah, good. Yeah, you know, for it a song that we so well. Yeah, you know that we totally just improv all the time and spend close to no time on. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, like, yeah. Randy does a seventeen hit you. Oh, yes. No. Okay, so you're standing there talking about your song, <laughs> and then you hear this. And a large boulder hits Randy. Oh, Randy, <laughs> you take no. 21 bludgeoning damage. Are it's, you dead? It's time to go, you guys. Uh, oh, no, gosh. I'm not dead, oh but I'm gosh. not. I'm not well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you hear this loud voice 
come back from the direction of the Donkey Kong Mario 64 ramp up. Right. And you hear this voice call out, Lady Buell! What's, what's going on? Oh! <laughs> and you see this hill giant on the side oh. of the mountain, and they're holding a second boulder. Now, you know what hill giants are. You know that they're very not intellectual right. as far <laughs> right. as creatures go. Okay. But uh, and they typically they don't wear much clothes, like just kind of like a loincloth that barely covers up anything. But this one it seems to be wearing pants Oh, for some reason. Hmm. Kind of seems odd. But you see them jump over the edge and slide down into this ravine. And you notice that they're cocking back another boulder. And they're saying... I'm getting ready to whoop your ass. Oh, no, 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 no. Hang on. Whoa. And it's running towards you. Roll initiative. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I got a seven. Twelve. I got a two plus three. Okay. (laughs) You're just having a great time this episode so far. (laughs) Roaring starts. (laughs) Huzzah. Uh, Yashi, you'll start us off in combat. What are you doing? Quick question. So Mm -hmm. the um, lady bull, right? Yep. How much room is that taking up in the pathway? That is the shark thing, right? Across. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the that's we can the only assume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's taking up a g- good portion of it, but it's not like you can't get around it. All right, so I'm thinking of using charm person, um, and that only has like a thirty feet range. So how close are we to this giant? Okay, so you're out of range for that, but if you were to use your movement to get closer, you would be in range. Okay. So if you oh. want to use all your movement to move towards the giant, mm. you can do that and cast Charm Person. Oh, but I could also run up and attack the giant. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be able to do a ranged attack, not a melee attack. Right. You, you look back and Razzle's cradling Randy in his arms like, Yashi, stop this mindless violence. Oh, man. I mean, that sounds like do an attack. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it's all Yashi me. does. Okay, I'm going to run up and throw a javelin at it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that is a 10 plus 4. That will hit. Sweet. D6 plus your dexterity mod. Okay, and that is a, a 6 plus 1. All right, so nice. damage. Okay, so you run up and you throw this javelin out, and it catches him, like, right in the gut. And this is big, bulbous gut. And it almost <laughs> seems like it doesn't kind of sink in, but it, it makes its way in there and just kind of sticks poking out doesn't seem to be really bothered by it as he continues to run forward. Oh, boy. While he's running forward, he yells, How dare you attack my lady mule? Get ready for my propane accessory. And he cocks back <laughs> this uh, boulder and just chunks it at you underhand, softball style. <laughs> and that's going to be a 22 to hit. And you're going to take 21 bludgeoning damage oh, as this boulder okay. kind of jumps, skips, and lands right into you and uh, kind of moves you to the side, rolls past you. Mm-hmm. And you see this thing in its other hand. It is holding what looks like a tree that has been whittled at one end to be able to be held like a handle. And he moves right up in your face after throwing this boulder. So he is within range of you, but's already used his attack. How tall is he? Ten feet. So he's not like that much taller than me. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Can I use the rest of my turn to be like, Harry, hey, look at us. That was I'm in pain, but that like, was his we, turn, so your turn was over. Okay. <laughs> but it is now Razzle's turn. Okay. Well, I think I really am like cradling Randy. <laughs> like like <laughs> all right, but just I'll be right back. Stay right here, okay? Ow. Okay. <laughs> so, so I'll I guess I'll run up to where Yashi is. Okay. And I just want to roll a persuasion check on this hill giant. Is that okay? What are you saying to okay. persuade? So I kind of hold my hands up and say, whoa, we didn't mean it. We were kind of attacked by your lady bull, and we're a self defense. We did not mean any harm. We're just 
passing through. And if you let us go and, you know, don't we stop all this fighting, I know a super cool giant joke I can tell you. Roll of persuasion. Okay. Okay. All right. 13 plus nine. Because I have okay. expertise. We'll see how they respond next time. <gasps> Oh, God, you're killing me. Randy. Next episode? Is it over? <laughs> yeah, end of the episode. No, Randy, it is your turn. What okay. are you doing? So, Kyle, beyond the Lady Bull, like, what can we see? Or how far can we see? You can see pretty much back to the landing that where you decided to take the path to the left that you're in or the path up. Uh, you can't really see much further past the ravine that you're in because it kind of, like, winds a little bit to the right. Okay. So eventually you see it curve off, but uh, you know there's all those holes in each side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's they're just littered all over the place, and uh, you can see this giant wearing pants, and it looks like, <laughs> you know, now that they're closer, you notice that it looks like they tore like windows out of maybe some kind of building, <laughs> and they're wearing them over their face, like you know, like glasses. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, okay. Um, so. How far, like, continuing on our path do you think we could see, like, in terms of feet, roughly? Probably about 100, 120 feet or so. Okay. Uh, so I pull out my organ, and I just turn to you guys, and I don't say it very loud because you're dealing with a giant, but I say bye. Um, <laughs> okay. And uh, going to play Dimension Door. Oh. <laughs> this is the door. Dimensional door. And uh, I'm going to go as far as I can see on the path. Like, that's 120 feet yep. that, that away. <laughs> Crawl through the little portal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you move, and uh, you are a good distance away at this point. Cool. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to dash, continuing down that path out of, okay. out of sight. <laughs> wow. So. Yeah, you're. I would say, yeah, you'd be able to make it out of sight, and just this giant will not be able to see you. Should we just call you Razzle? Dashing out of sight there. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it is now back to the top of the round, which is Yashi's turn. Okay. You heard Razzle make this plea with the giant. However, you're not sure how it's going to react. It does look very, very angry still at this moment. So here's what I want to do. I want to say, yeah, man, like... I'm sorry I attacked you. I just I got scared, okay? Like, we can be cool here. But at the same time, I'm going to prepare Charm Person, and I want to hold that action in case the giant still attacks. Okay. So this giant, having heard what you had to say, uh, mm-hmm. it you know it's very hard to calm a giant down after they've been angered. Right. So unfortunately, despite uh. your role... It still looks very angry. It says, I don't want to hear any jokes from you attacking my poor little lady buell like that. And uh, he's going to attack twice with this giant tree-like club that he has. And he attacks once on Razzle and twice on Razzle. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That is a 14 to hit. Yeah, even with my shield up if I was holding it. Okay. And then for the second club hit, that is a 26. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> about to be whack-a-mole time with Razzle, just like bang, bang. Pretty much. And you might just want to go ahead and cut out all this dice I'm about to roll. <laughs> oh, so, my gosh. Um, you take 45 bludgeoning damage oh. as this hill giant just takes this great club and bats the crap out of you two times. 
and I'm down to 12 health. <laughs> and so Razzle puts up his finger and he you know, has a smile and has all these broken teeth and stuff. And he's like, I think that <laughs> we have a failure to communicate. Or whatever they say in those old cartoons. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay. So, Yashi, this does trigger your charm person spell. So you can go ahead and use your reaction to cast that fully. So what do I need to do? I need to make a wisdom saving throw? Uh, well, first you can pick up your base because I got to play oh. that song. <laughs> right on. Oh, All right. All there right. it is. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. Three, four. I put a spell on you. And now you're charmed. So, uh, rolling add advantage. Yeah, add advantage because I attacked. Uh, right. Sorry. Yeah. I, oh, that's, a, that's an 11. Even add advantage. Oh, oh well, my, love uh, me so much. my spell saves 13, so... Well, then, successfully charmed, you see the hill giant kind of takes a moment, and you see their eyes kind of go across for a second, and then they kind of look at you, and you see this big, it's a a toothy kind of grin, but kind of very lazy in the lips, just like a... (laughs) probably how Razzle looks too, just, oh. Always. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you can tell you've successfully charmed this giant. All right. You know the duration of your spell is an yeah, hour, an so hour. what are you going to do at this point? All right, I'll look at him and be like, hey, are you okay? Uh, you all right up there? That yeah, was scary. I'm, I'm okay. Where? Oh, where's good. my lady, Buell? Are y'all? <laughs> oh, she's right there. She's fine. Yeah, a boulder came flying out of the sky and hit you just now. I hope you're all right. Okay, yeah, deception check. <laughs> okay. He also has a spear sticking out of his gut. So. Yeah. Uh, but you had advantage because he's charmed. Oh, good, because that was an 11, so uh, 18 plus 1, Kyle. Okay, yeah, he rubs his head and goes, um, no, uh, your your lady oh, so cute. Anyway, um, isn't you know, she precious? Yeah, oh, I want one for myself now. Oh, I have a sanity named Sandy, and they would be such good friends. We were just walking along here, and she like shot out and accidentally ran into us, and things got a little scary. So we just like chilled you know her chilled out. her out yeah, yeah. and charmed yeah, yeah. her down. It's not gonna last all day. She'll just be like you know wake up and want some cuddles and stuff. So, oh. um, but. I'm I'm glad you came down here because we were like, who does she belong to? We were looking for a tag and didn't see a name on it. But well, uh, what do you mean? I mean, she's got a little collar right I there know, with a nice such little a cute pendant. Co- oh, there's the pendant. Yeah, we uh. couldn't. We were looking for it, and then we saw you come down here, and then you got hit by the boulder. Oh. And and he walks over to Lady Bool, and he picks her up, and he says, "It's okay, Lady Bool. We'll take care of you. We'll get you back up to the top and let you rest this off, whatever's happening." And he kind of picks up the boulette and slings it over his shoulder, and he's just like, "So, uh, what is it y'all are even doing up in these parts?" Honestly, we're just passing through. We're trying to scale. You know, we love mountains. Our friend over here is from a mountain, yeah. so. We like uh, invest like not investigating, but well, well, I'm just yeah. traveling through. We're adventurers, you know, of sorts. Bards, actually, you know, it's a uh, sort of a thing we do. What's your deal, Slick? What's yeah, your what's your well, name? Oh, yeah. me, I'm um, Hank the Hill Giant. And, oh, uh, okay. Well, you had a you had a third friend, and sorry, I just kind of threw those boulders at you. I mean, it's well, I mean, you're kind of the king of the hill around here, so it's uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm the only hill giant around here because oh, you're a hill giant, cool. Yeah, you know, it's uh, I'm a hill dwarf actually, so you know, it's kind of cool. 
Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> not really important. Also, I, I thought you grew up on a mountain. What's yeah, up with that? Don't worry about it. Okay. Anyways, well, so yeah, we were just kind of trying to get over to the bicentennial, and we kind of ran. The bison? What? The bicentennial? Something about two hundred years since something or other happened. I think. Well, that's too big of a number for sure. Anyway, so we're trying to get over there, and we just kind of thought this would be an easy way to get through. It looked like such a nice mountain. Yeah. Oh, well, if you keep going down that way, you don't want to go down that rod. That's just, uh, you're just going to find a steep yeah. fall off. But, you know, if you come up this way, I created this little thing because, well, I used to be over in Rolling Boulder Pass. Oh. And uh, all the other hill giants kind of made fun of me and said I had too many lofty, smarty pants ideas. No, like, I like your pants, though. Pants. Cool. Exactly. Yeah, Thanks. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Work out way better than just kind of like a weird little loincloth. Yeah. It I covers up a little too. bit more of the privates. Yeah, yeah. We feel you. Well, yeah, well, why don't we, uh, we actually lost one of our uh, companions, but you know what? He'll probably be fine on his own, I think. <laughs> wait, wait. I'd say after this amount of time, Randy, you can tell oh, the sounds of combat. Okay. So I subsided. I'm peeking around the corner and I guess I see things are okay. Yeah, you see this giant just kind of like leaning with one hand on that club and has the boulette over its shoulder. So yeah, I'm just going to meander back over. Oh yeah, there he is. He's oh, our little yeah. friend too. He's the one that got scared by your cutie over there, yeah. but he'll be all right. Oh well, sorry, Lady Bool is uh, a little bit more feisty these days. I've trained her well. She could detect a mouse walking on cotton. I tell you what. Uh, okay. <laughs> Any other bullet you come across might have not shown as much right. restraint. Right. Because mm. uh, well, you know, I met her a while <laughs> ago and she was injured, and I took care of her, and she just kept on following me. So That's you know, so I sweet. gave her these little foodies so that she could actually dig through stone and. Yeah, yeah. Well, Randy, Hank the Hill Giant. Oh, hi. This is Randy. Hey there, I'm Randy. Razzle. That's Yashi. I'm Yashi. And together we're <gasps> Chaos Sauce. That felt weird. Anyways, well, I don't so, really know what that means, but. Well, we're a band. We play music to make yeah. money and save the world. And for but, fun. And for fun. Also, we like it. Yeah. So, did you say that this way that we're heading down isn't. <laughs> A good path we should go the other way i mean you could go it but if you're looking for an easy way i've got I've, i kind of made a staircase on the other side oh, of my right. uh, do perfect. you think it would take like less than an hour to get over we're just really on a time crunch <laughs> right now oh yeah i mean we could get you to the top in no time and you'd be walking down and I'm, i mean i'm staying up here because i've got my own contraption i'm working oh, on so yeah, i'm trying to figure right. out a better way to roll these boulders so i can kill people better mm. you know they just kind of chuck boulders over at rolling boulder pass but i thought of this vertical contraption where if you have to make them go right. up this way you're bound to hit them i'm yeah. not the best at rolling boulders unless i'm protecting my old girl lady boo oh well you guys want to head that way yeah yeah i'm that down Let's sounds do easier and better so. yeah perfect well let me get on up to the top and i've got something that'll help you get right on up there so you can get on down those stairs and we'll get you to where you're going oh, oh thanks okay. buddy <laughs> and uh he walks back over to the donkey kong-esque platforms and everything and he just kind of climbs it like it's a ladder like he's mario no <laughs> <laughs> He just climbs it like a giant, climbing <laughs> right. the outside oh, yeah. of a mountain. Right, right. He gets to the top, he says, hold on one second, right there. And you see this wooden contraption, like a beam, go out over the edge, and it's got a large net and pulley system hooked up to it. And you see this big net drop to the ground. He says, just go ahead and hop on in there. Oh, uh, okay, cool. All right. Here, here All we go. Right. All right, so you hop in the net, and you can tell that this net's really big. I mean, you know, it's thick rope and everything, and uh, you can tell this is probably used to hold boulders to the top of this contraption. 
But he hoists you to the top, and you you finally make it to the summit of this mountain that you've been trying to pass over. And you can see on both sides of the Hamon the Range, you see to the west, you can see Sundance off in the distance. It's a city built on a hill. And it just has these large uh, walls on the outside of it. And you're actually high enough to where you can almost see inside of it. And you see the tiered structure of it going down from the far side. On the left side, of course, you can see everything spanning out to the hemp hills. You can see the Mons Organum from this distance. And it is tiny in comparison to what you know it to be. But you get like a glorious view of pretty much, you know, the surrounding area. You can almost see the edge of this dry desert as well. But on the other side, you notice that there is a haphazardly crafted staircase going down. Now, of course, it's a staircase for a giant, so the stairs are a little bit bigger in comparison to normal stairs that right. you three are used to. But a staircase nonetheless. A staircase nonetheless. Fantastic. And you can tell it leads all the way down to the bottom. What the heck? Cool. Awesome. And, and he's just like, yeah, I built this because, you know, sometimes I got to go down for food if Lady Bull doesn't wind up bringing something back, which uh, <laughs> that's a good thing. I got I met up with y'all when I did because uh, y'all might have been might have been my dinner. <laughs> well, actually, how's Lady Bull doing? Because so, we never like hang around super long after we do a spell song. Normally, it's to get us out of trouble. So I'm curious, like, how long? How long, long yeah, do our spell songs? How long do you want to wait around to find out? Well, that's a good point. Nope, we're on our way. Time <laughs> okay, to go. Okay. Well, you guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Hank, it's been such a nice time meeting with you and and your sweet bull over there. Uh, here you go. And I take out one of the puddings, the pudding okay. cups, oh. and I hand it to him. Like, here's a little treat for you. And I take some jerky out and feed it to um, Lady Bull. I'm like, and a little treat for her too. You know, I, I know this was a tough situation, but I'm glad we worked out and are friends now, and I hope you just remember that in the future. <laughs> okay, well, y'all make it on down the mountain safe. Thanks for the snacks, and I'm sure Lady Bull will enjoy this nice meat stuff mm-hmm. as soon as she's able to eat it again. You might try some too, you know? You it's know. pretty good. It's pretty I good. eat it all the time. And he puts it in his mouth and takes a bite, and he goes, oh, <laughs> that is delightful. Yeah. Well, yep. come pretty on down good. to Strumlots yep. if you want more. Strumlots. No, nope, yeah. that's not where we're from. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, bye. So Strumlots okay. and Chaos Sauce. Yeah, I give him a card, totally. <laughs> All right, thank you. Yeah, if you ever need music, hey, you know what? We're good for it. Sounds oh. like a plan. Maybe maybe I'll play music for whenever like I actually get this contraption up and running, and you can help me play some tunes to help kill yeah, some people. Yeah, you know what? With. We should have a show out here, right, guys? Absolutely. <laughs> Yashi? Yeah. yeah, Razzle. <laughs> that's a great idea. Cool. Now, we need to go. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. I'm so okay. sorry. I wish we could hang out longer. We got to go. All right. Bye, <laughs> You got places Hank. to be, and I, I wouldn't want to be the one to hold you up. So Party well, to such sweet sorrow. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and you begin making your your way down the stairs, and you turn back every so often to see, and Hank stands there the entire time you can see him just <laughs> waving until you are out of sight. All right. Good. Well. We're out of sight. Yes. Hey, Razzle, just in the future, you know, when I use Charm Person, maybe don't tell him everything about us so he can find us later. Why? Because my spell's going to end, and then he's going to be upset. Oh. 
that's how that works. Yeah, now you know. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> just for next time, you know. Don't right. give him our address and stuff. Does the card say it just says who we are? There's no address on you there. You told right? him we're at Stromlots. It's oh. okay. He probably doesn't know what that is. Yeah, it's true. Uh, anyway. But point taken. You got it. <laughs> so you've made your way down from the mountain safely because of these little bit oversized stairs. Randy is kind of having to do the scoot on the edge and then plop down. And every time I do, <laughs> since I'm all broken, it's ow. Ow. Yeah. ow. I guess Razzle does the same. I can carry you if you want. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Anyone want to get carried? I reach Please. up. Yes. All right. That's, one under the arm, that's, one on the back. Let's go. Right. All right. Okay, Yashi, <laughs> there are big steps for you, but you're able to take them fairly normally. I'm having a great time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're carrying these two down, and you eventually make it down to the plains area that outstretches towards Sundance. And you can tell it's, you know, you'll probably get there this evening. All right. And you're traveling for a good while. You go through some wooded patches, some wooded areas. Nothing really seems to stand out as odd. You don't encounter anything throughout the throughout your travels. And you know, sometimes that just happens where we just walk. Yeah, sometimes. And it's fine. Sometimes. <laughs> Nothing you walk happens. and stuff happens. Stuff yeah. doesn't happen. Does you know. that scenario make for a great podcast? Probably not. Oh, well, then hold on. Right. This is Wait. a podcast. Oh, Ooh. Oh. No, no, you're good. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But you've descended the mountain, and you can kind of see through the forest that you've been traveling. You can see the main road up ahead, and you notice that there is a long caravan, which is comprised of several different groups. You see troops of entertainers, farmers with carts full of foods, and some of the carts are a little bit more not farmery. They have, like, you know, specific delights and treats, sausages, and different links of meat hanging off of them. You notice merchants that are carrying stacked carts full of different wares and goods, some of them kind of pouring over and hanging off and haphazardly strapped onto themselves. You notice that there's some groups of families and groups of friends that are all part of this large caravan, but they're all making their way towards the capital on the main road. You eventually meet up with this caravan as they approach a large stone bridge that spans a moat that surrounds the city. The gates are down, but there's a long line of people that are slowly entering the city. Night begins to set in, and you start to hear like things pop off, like fireworks and whatnot, oh, okay. that you can see over the city wall. And people are slowly filing in, but you're getting closer and closer to the entrance of the city proper. And as you get closer to the entrance, you see that there's a city guard that tends to stop people as they're approaching the gate. You notice that they're rifling through carts and asking questions, and you know the closer you get, you begin to hear that the questions are fairly generic, just simple, you know, inquiries. The guards are performing these tasks as you notice a woman wearing flowing robes, has white hair with an undercut, waving a wand over items that are brought to her on a table. The closer you get, you begin to hear her calling out prices whenever she uh, waves her wand over these items and then she hands them back to the guard who returns them to their owner. Finally, it comes time where you're the next in line and you hear a guard call out, Next, please, step up. Uh, well, that's us. That's us. Hi. Here we go. Excellent. What's your business at the Bicentennial? What brings you business to pleasure? Well, we won a competition and we got a free stay at... The Chris Carlton. Yes, oh, the Chris Carlton's nice place. Nice yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Never stayed there myself, but it should be nice for you. So, what magical items or other uh, goods are you bringing into the bicentennial or into Sundance in general? Oh, geez. So we actually went over all those in episode forty-one. Afraid I don't know what you're talking about, but if you have any uh, magical yeah, yeah. items you're not quite uh, sure geez. of, then we can have uh, Philandra over there take a look at them. Okay, uh, we've got magical stuff, but it's all good. We can just go in. What do these magical items do? What are they? Oh boy. 
I pull out each of my magical items, I guess, and tell them what it does, except for, I guess, the yellow diamond. I still don't know what it does. I say, yeah, this just makes me feel so earthen. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what this is. Well, does your sword? Like, didn't oh, get that yeah, sword? I don't know, don't know what that does, but it's a sword. It's yeah. a sword, see? Apparently, it's a, it's a magic sword. It's a magic sword. I'll, I'll do the same, and it's just that diamond circlet that I don't know. And yeah. uh, the same for me, except it's the shield brooch that I forgot I had until recently. So. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then go ahead and separate out the items that you know what they do. Fill out this form to tell us what, exactly what they are and what they do so that we have it cataloged. Take the items you don't know what they do over to Valandra. It'll be 100 gold pieces per item to identify what they do. Ooh. This is a security oh. measure as is needed, especially considering the influx of people we have coming into the capital. Sure. So, please, by all means, step over to Valandra's table. She'll get you squared away. Next, please. Okay. Here okay. we go. Okay. All right. Valandra, what's up? Are you Valandra? You walk up you and... <laughs> You walk up to her table and she's kind of standing there and you notice she has this like immense blue glow coming from her eyes, but you can still see her pupils. So it's kind of like around the edges of her iris and everything. And she's looking at the three of you and she says, okay, so uh, you have your items that you know what they do. Start filling those out and I will start identifying the items you don't. Place them right here, please. Okay. What do you place on the table? My circlet. Uh, and the brooch. And I'll place down the yellow diamond. I'm gonna not worry about my sword, so I guess Razzle would ask her like, uh, here's this yellow diamond to check that out, but this sword, I mean, it's a sword. I have an ax, six to one, half a dozen to your mother, or whatever it is. She laughs, she says, <laughs> if that's what you think. Yes, <laughs> I, do, do, I mean, can you just, you know, like do me a solid and tell me what this is or what? For a hundred gold, I can oh, do you a solid okay. and tell you what it is. Do you guys have like a like a cubby system where he could just leave it and get yeah. it back when we leave? Like lockers or something? Do I look like a warehouse to you? Oh. I mean, I have a super sweet magical axe. Yashi Randy, do you guys want to pay a hundred gold for finding out what this does? I mean, we could all go in on it and then sell it later if it turns out to be awesome. That's cool with me. Sure. All right, well, you can throw in the extra gold pieces. <laughs> okay. It was <laughs> yeah. I'll pay 34. There you go. And it's on the table. Excellent. And she begins uh, waving her wand over them and looking at the other items that you have as you're filling out the list, which you should be doing at this time. Yes, which, right, right. Can one of you guys fill out my list, please? Well, either that or I can teach you how to like spell all of your items. All of them. <laughs> going to be many sessions of reading, uh, Randy. Oh, boy. Um, Please try to be quick. There are others waiting that may need items identified, so I, you know, I don't want to be cruel. Uh, all right, all right. Perhaps yeah, maybe paper. one. Give me your paper. Yeah. Thank you. It down. Perhaps <laughs> if you wanted to teach him one, it will take me oh. some time. Well, is there an item you want to learn how to spell? Ooh, it'll only cost you one gold piece. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, I would like to know how to spell goggles. All right. A one, two, three, one, two, three. He can read anything illiterate but he won't quit he'll be a reading randy so now are a bunch of people staring at us like what uh, yeah, you have yeah. a few, a okay. few people looking on, and like a couple of kids are just like smiling, like you know, and they turn back to their parents, right, and they're just yeah. like, oh, yeah. and they kind of pat you know, them on the head. Yeah, if you want to hear more of that, head on into the bicentennial chaos sauce. Just like you know, quickly just making it, it rain. We, make it rain. We, we rain do all kinds of events. We yeah. can play kids shows. Totally. In fact, let's teach all the children here yeah. how to spell goggles. It's like how you just gave out those cards. What's the magic item for that? Um, that's going to be another hundred gold. Oh, no, that's just me. I got gotcha. you. You got. Uh, I got. Gotcha. <laughs> You got me. You got me. Got me. 
Your cool. goggles. G O G G L E, and then an S on the end because there's two yeah. for two each eyes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you get sure. it. Sure. Yeah. So you make the payment to Valandra, who puts this in a in a lockbox nearby. But Valandra turns back to you three, and she says, "Okay, I've completed identifying your items. The circlet that you are wearing. This is a circlet of blasting. What it allows you to do is cast the spell Scorching Ray once per day. All you have to do is just kind of focus in on that, and you'll be able to use that." Cool! I've had this for weeks, guys! <laughs> weeks! As far as the sword goes, this is what's called a dancing sword. Now, you have to spend time attuning with it, and in that time, you can develop a command word, which will activate the sword to be able to dance around you, and you can pretty much suggest that it attack anybody you'd like it oh. to attack. It does have a range of 30 feet, and as far as your yellow diamond goes, that is rather concerning that you have it, considering it is a diamond of conjuring an earth elemental. Oh, so is it now? Okay. you shatter that diamond, and it will summon an earth elemental, which... What is your familiarity with those? Well, you see, Valandra. Um, Valandra. Valandra. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have no idea what earth elementals are or do, so. Oh, okay. Well, they are typically giant creatures made of earth that come Whoa. from the elemental plane of earth. Cool. How and, giant are you talking? Like, I mean, a little bit bigger than your half-orc friend. Oh, Yasha, you can have a friend made out of earth. Cool. Do not use this item haphazardly. I throw it on the ground. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. So you throw this diamond on the ground, and it shatters. And where it shatters, you see a rip in the fabric of reality. And <laughs> through it, you can see this just weird elemental plane with floating stone and different creatures moving through it. And one steps through this thing. It's a large stone creature that kind of has a face, but not really. Kind of looks like Korg from... Thor Ragnarok. Oh, the oh. stone guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of looks like that. Maybe when he a little comes bit. Out, he beefier. totally sounds like him too. Like, "All right, guys. How's it going?" It does. It sounds very much <laughs> like that, but you can't understand the language that he's saying. It sounds like that mixed with like rock rubbing against rock. Ugh. Everybody in the area freaks out <laughs> at seeing this. Guards, like a platoon of guards rush towards your spot, circle you with weapons drawn. No, it's cool. He's with us. He's he's our Earth Elemental Who's friend. Who's us? I don't know this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, Yashi. It's it's your friend now. What? Valandra. Hi. I grab my circlet and leave. <laughs> Valandra is rubbing her head. She says, "This thing is under your control for an hour. An hour. You have an hour with it. So congratulations oh. on wasting a very useful magic item." <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, I have an hour to have the best time at the Bicentennial with my new friend. Now, is this the lady talking or is this Kyle talking? No, this is both. Both. <laughs> so, phalanges, right? So it's Philandra. Oh, okay. I was it's Lalandra. So, after an hour, does it gain its own free will and he's no longer in its control and it can do what it wants? No, it will return from oh, whence good, it came. Oh, good. Good. Okay, so it's not just going to go on a chaotic rampage on its own. But does he go back because he wants to or because he has to? It goes back because that's the duration of the magic item. Hmm. It's okay. like as if you cast the spell Conjure Elemental. Yeah, but maybe I can convince him to stay longer is what I'm thinking. That's not the how the magic works. time ever at the Bicentennial. <laughs> Try all you might. Okay. Um, how did your last persuasion check go? Uh, super good, actually. <laughs> so <laughs> Apparently not good enough, though. Anyways, uh, yeah. I will have to... He doesn't have any magical items. I am not going to it. let your idiocy... Oh. 
oh. affect your ability to get into the Bicentennial right now. That's good of you. Yeah, yeah. I guess you get all sorts of people that want to get into the Bicentennial. It only happens every 200 years, you know, so. That's not how... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, exactly my point. point taken. <laughs> and she kind of tells the guard, she says, this is, this is under control. Well, I very much worry about this person <laughs> having the ability to tell this elemental what to do, but Wait, it check will... it out. Hey, Earth Elemental, what's your name? <laughs> See, his name is Dwayne. And we can understand each other and talk, and it's great. So, come on, Dwayne. Okay. And the guards kind of <laughs> all look very wary, and they kind of put their swords and their shields down and the earth elemental is just kind of big and hulking and just follows you. That's right. Kind of looking at you expectedly like, yeah, we can have a slumber party and give each other makeovers and talk about who you're totally crushing on. <laughs> or just, I guess, crushing in general. <laughs> Valandra looks at Randy and says, okay, for your item, uh-huh. the brooch, because right. <laughs> we weren't quite done. You hear Razzle in the background, pick me up, pick me up, put me on your shoulders. He picks you up and you're on his shoulders and you're probably at 14 feet tall. Awesome. Valandra looks at you, Randy, and says, for your item, this is another one that is also uh, you attune to. It is an animated shield. Uh, when you attune to it, you also develop a command word and you can actually command the shield to levitate and hover in the air near you. Oh, okay. So free hand shield thing. It's nice. great. Okay. Actually quite useful, and it isn't a consumable one where you can only use it once. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kyle, above the table, what does yes. that mean? Does it just raise my AC when I use it? Or? Well, what it does is the shield leaps into the air and hovers in your space to protect you as if you were wielding it. So it's like you can add the plus two from wielding a shield, uh, but you don't have to use your hands to hold it. Okay. So kind of like the shield in Smash. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. So uh, Valandra says... I believe that takes care of all of your items that you didn't know what they do. So uh, go ahead and take your paper back over and provide that to the guard you were speaking with before, whose name I'm not really sure of. There's so many around here. That's so. right. Um, How nice I'm already over at the guard. Yeah, I'm already over by the guard, too. Excellent. Uh, enjoy the bicentennial, and I don't know what to say about your friend, but maybe talk to them about the use of magic items and the importance of being able to utilize those when it's appropriate. I'm off in the distance on Dwayne's shoulders and I'm swinging my sword around like, yeah, <laughs> Bicentennial. <sighs> I think it's just because it's a celebration. He's it's usually true. more chill than this, so. Fantastic. Well, again, enjoy the Bicentennial. And she turns and you just hear her muttering under her breath in disbelief. <laughs> Bye. And uh, you walk back over, you provide the paper to the guard you were speaking with. And he says, all right, well, it seems like you've taken care of everything and uh, made this uh, the most interesting interaction that we've had with any of the visitors to the capital so far, so way to keep it fresh. You're it's a story welcome. to tell. Yeah. That's right. Yes, I, I, I believe it. It's definitely made a splash. So, Oh, wait. speaking of splash. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, by all means, uh, shuffle yourselves in. You said you were going to be staying at the Crits Carlton, correct? That's right. Okay, well, what you're going to do is you're going to want to make your way over to the other side of the third tier, which you'll be entering into now, uh, and you'll want to find the entrance to the fourth tier, which will take you to the level that the Crits Carlton is located on. So, make your way, and... Uh, Mind you two, Randy and Razzle, is it? That's right. Um, you know, uh, maybe clean up. I'm not sure. Do whatever you want to do. It's fine. It's a party. It's a celebration. That's but, right. uh, but yeah, by all means, go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next, please. Bye. Yep. And you make your way into the capital of Sundance, and you walk into a large circular city that is tiered in five different steps. 
you can see down into the lower tiers, which look like a little bit more run down than the third tier that you on. The third tier looks, you know, well decorated. People are still setting up decorations here and there, moving around and getting things set up. But you are able to follow this circle all the way around. And it takes you a little while until you find the entrance into the fourth tier. And you can see that there are, you know, guards set up these different entrances, whether you're going down or up. And you approach the entrance to the fourth tier, and the guards there stopping. They say, "Oh, what brings you to the fourth tier?" And I, I guess I have the letter. I believe so. Sure, sure. That <laughs> sounds right. So I whip out the letter and I say, "This does," and I show him from on top of the Earth Elemental shoulders. Okay, and he kind of looks up at you and says, "Oh, buddy, what the hell is that thing?" Well, it's a letter. It's I'm giving you. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> it's an Earth Elemental. That explains everything. Okay, <laughs> give me give me your papers. And he opens it up and he says, oh, Chris Carlton. Ah, that's a nice place. I know it is a nice place. Okay. Let's see. So, hmm. You two look, uh, look like you might not quite fit in there. You might want to clean yourselves up a bit before you head up there. Otherwise, you might get a little bit of a side eye. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I mean, yeah. rude, but okay. Well, he's not wrong. We've both had a bit of a day. Yeah. You're kind of all bloody all over, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, might clean I... yourselves up, you know, get a few new stitches, some fine-looking threads, and you can get those from Rags to Riches, so. Rags to Riches. Yeah, it's a store just down the way. You head on down there, and uh, they could probably get you suited up with a little bit finer-looking, posher-looking kind of clothing. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or okay. however you want. I mean, you can proceed on. You've got the papers. So I'm not too concerned about it. But again, you know, people up in the fourth tier kind of, uh, you know, they, oh, welcome to the fourth oh, tier. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Nose in the air. Wink, gotcha. wink. Cool. Um, okay. Well, how about if we do you one better? You guys like music? Oh, I love music. Love me a good tune, especially a knee-slapping one. Oh, you geez. got a knee-slapper? I see some instruments. I wasn't going to trouble you because I'm on job, but, you know. Well... Yes. What do you guys think? We make a clean up, clean up everybody everywhere song. Yeah. I mean, it won't fix our actual wounds, but at least we'll look nice enough for the upper crust. So. Yeah. You know, Dwayne here could use a little bit of a clean up, you know, kind of pat Dwayne on the head like, couldn't you, bud? You're straight up made of rocks and probably dirt and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. And I rub him. That's right. <laughs> My little dirty boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to look great. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Cool, All right. Let's yeah. do it. Roll those chord dice. <laughs> I'm never giving you any more consumable items ever again, Goodrich. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, er yourself, yeah, really. It's true, it's true. It's true. An earth elemental. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So, major, minor? Or key. Which do we do first? I, I think we do remember. major or minor first. Okay. So, major. major. I think we had the same conversation yeah, last we episode. Did. We're caught in a loop. Um, yeah. So, major, and it's an A. Okay. Great. All right. All right, here we go. So we've got A, then we rolled two ones. One, so two, three. another A. Yeah, yeah so. then uh, two and three. So B minor and C sharp minor. Okay. One, two, three, easy as A, B, C, sharp. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, and the drum roll. Uh, it's a head, so preset bank, 49. Uh, uh, blues four. All right. Cool. And the kit is 29. So, hip-hop three. All right. (laughs) Bluesy hip-hops. All right. (laughs) Well, y'all get to writing. Listeners, talk to you in a second.
Hey everyone, it's your Dungeon Maestro Kyle here. Just wanted to give you a big thank you for joining our table once again. I'm going to go ahead and break down the schedule coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, October 22nd, we are going to be releasing a Halloween one-off that I've prepared, and hopefully some spooky antics will go down. Uh, it should be a good time. I'm excited about it. But other than that, in November, we're going to be taking a small break from the main storyline. I know, I know. I'm, it, but don't worry. We're going to be releasing the Bards on Board action that we did on the way up to Gen Con, which is where we did the rotating DM thing. I believe we've mentioned that a couple times. It was a load of fun. It was like throwing a throwing a beach ball around at a rock concert. Loved it. So the first part of that is going to be released on November 5th. So remember, remember, we're releasing part one on November 5th, and then part two is going to be released on November 19th. Then once we get into December, we're going to get back into the main storyline with episode 45 on December 3rd. So thanks for bearing with us and letting us enjoy a little bit of that holiday action. All right, and we have a sponsor this episode coming from Dice Populi. If you thought it was hard to get five people together to play D&D, boy did I ever, imagine getting five dungeon masters together to write an entire campaign. Dice Populi has done the impossible. This podcast brings you to the Badlands to experience five unique adventures in the same campaign, each written and run by different DMs with their own styles and stories. A prison break, a naval chase, and a wild beast hunt are just the start, and it will only get wilder from here. And with each episode, they put out original music, sound design, roleplay memes, artwork, and much more. For all that goodness, head on over to DicePopuli.com, that's spelled D-I-C-E-P-O-P-U-L-I.com, to listen and learn more. Dice Populi is a good show. Trust us, we made it. And, well, we made Bombarded. They made Dice Populi. But anyway, go check them out, DicePopuli.com, and be sure to share that within your D&D circles. All right, other than that, it's the social media stuff you all know, at BombardedCast, hashtag BardCast, BombardedCast.com for anything else. You know the drill. Let's get on back to what those bards are doing. Talk to y'all later. So you guys ready to not look so uh, battered and bruised and broken? Yeah. Beautiful? Pretty much. Yeah. I'm ready. Here we go. Rub a dub dub, gotta look high class to get in the club. New duds, new do, whatever we choose. Feeling fresh from our head to our shoes. A brand new style for our vacation to blend in with this posh population. Gonna take time to smell the roses while smelling like roses. Clean it up, wash it down. Now you're spicking spans, strutting through the town. And you're turning heads everywhere you go. Cause you got the mojo. Clean it up, you're set to rights. Got it going on, or when they cut the lights, you're the brightest star anyone can see in the galaxy. Hide away any signs of a fight. These cuts and bruises, they're out of sight. Cover us up with the finest clothes and all the shiny things so nobody knows. Walking in with our heads held high Cause we know that we're looking real fly And everyone will say Oh wow, look at you They don't know what we've been through Clean it up, wash it down Now you're spick and span Strutting through the town And you're turning hands everywhere you go Cause you got the mojo Clean it up, you're sent to rights Got it going on And when they cut the lights You're the brightest star Anyone can see in the galaxy
running through the town And you're turning heads everywhere you go Cause you got the mojo Clean it up, you're set to rights Got it going out or when they cut the lights You're the brightest star anyone can see In the galaxy Okay, so I will give you a 90% chance of success. So Ooh. 11 or above. You said a lot of things. That's true. A lot of things were said. So All right. 11 or above and you're good. Let's just hope there's not that. Eh. 60. Goal! Yay! 60%. So your instruments respond to your whim and you begin to be coded in the magic that springs forth from your instruments. And slowly but surely, it's almost like Sailor Moon. <laughs> it's just yes. like your clothes change magically. Or like one of the gyms reforming into their new form. Right. Oh, so you know, good. You form into the clothes that you want, and even a new hairdo if you want it, because it was said. And, I, I uh, said that. <laughs> and a lot of your injuries are covered up. They're touched up. It's like, you know... Makeup yeah. a little bit. We'll say that. Job. I need a Because, you know, it's not a, I don't think there was a healing property to it. But that being said, if you got new clothes, uh, what kind of clothes were you hoping for? Because I don't know your brain that well. Yeah, our nice, nice clothes. Yeah, what's your nice clothes look like? Um, I think Yashi, I want to still use my cloak, my cape, my shield cape. Done. So um, I want <laughs> like a, work, <laughs> I want like a sweet like purple jumpsuit with pockets. Okay. And then my hair kind of turns uh, into this like cool braided like updo with um I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> some cool yes. spikes or something. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. You know it. what? Work it. Whatever. And then I've got a little bag with a dog out. No, no, I'm just <laughs> it's not that far. But I do have all these like cool like accessories like bracelets and yeah. just dripping in silver and diamonds. Uh, you know? Are they all spoon-shaped, too? Several. 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 <laughs> Made of spoon. Yes. Yeah. So you manifested these clothes. Uh, who wants to go next? Well, Randy's thinking that you know he's lived a, a life of crime with the filth and the uh, riffraff and now with going to the uh, Crit Carlton, he wants to uh, get with the upper crust criminals, so he's going to get a, <laughs> a sweet, sweet suit uh, akin to some uh, some corporate mafia type stuff. Okay, so um, I imagine pinstripe then. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's going to be somewhat, uh, I'm going to have it kind of match my goggles and my new sweet brooch. It'll, it'll be really kind of built around that. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So Randy's ready to do some tax evasion and some like <laughs> money laundering and that kind of stuff. Oh, oh dear. Right on. Okay. It's going to be a fun bicentennial. <laughs> it's going to be you. great. Oh, jeez. All right. And finally, our royal boy. Um, yeah. So Razzle already has a set of fine clothes what with you know coming from royalty and stuff well then you get nothing (laughs) no 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 wait I mean I brought them but you know I have this chance to have even more awesome clothes so Mm. Razzle's thinking since he already kind of has been around nice clothes and stuff the next step up is high fashion right so you know the things you see on runways and stuff that you would never see in day to day life stuff that doesn't actually get sold right (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I'm thinking, and stick with me, that from my neck down is basically this dome that my arms stick out of the like <laughs> top side of, like an igloo, basically, from my neck down. Okay. Um, or like, like think of it as the bottom half of those Victorian dresses that kind of have that like big puffed out bottom. Yes. It's like that, but just my head sticks out the top. 
and my there's like little spaces for my arms, and then all over it is embroidered with you know leaves and naturey stuff because because it's high fashion. And I was thinking that if Randy ever got into trouble, uh-huh. you could just hide underneath my <laughs> little dome. So like Mother Ginger in the Nutcracker. Oh, 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 the kids run out. Oh dear. Yes. Okay. Uh, exactly. But just my head sticks out, and right rather than the whole upper body. Yeah. And so that way it's functional and quote unquote stylish. I feel like you're really abusing a <laughs> way to no. find a functionality <laughs> of this thing. Clothes have functionality. Like it's just not high fashion. <laughs> <laughs> you say that. How much do you know about high fashion, though? Nothing. <laughs> How much do you know? <laughs> Okay, fine. Uh, well, what if, okay, if you're going high fashion, like one of those, um, like a dog cone type uh, collar. The cone of shame. Like way, like, <laughs> like, way above your head. It could be a, a collar. little like window or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's just like stops on the edges and like you can see out perfectly. Or just like little holes for my eyes. Exactly. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm fine with that with like a big tall collar L- thing. Let's call it a tall collar that like stops like right at your cheeks. Okay, and so just my face peeks out. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Is that a, does that level the field I, a little bit? I think bit? if you do the collar, I'll give you the functionality on okay. Randy being able to run under your Oh boy. Skirts or whatever. Yeah, okay. So I You're do dumb. that. And just for when I'm hiding under the dome, are you wearing anything underneath the dome? Yeah, dude, I'm wearing... Well... You'll have to find out. Okay. I well, I mean, the clothes that you were wearing, all of your clothes yeah. transformed into the clothes you're wearing now, so you're not right now. But did our undies? Uh, yeah, your undies did. You still have some underoos oh, on okay. if you're not there just, you, you know... Right. I mean, it's fine either way. I just want to be ready. Yeah. It's high fashion underwear. So That's it's right. Yes, it's like very high fashion. And- yeah, okay, cool. Then I guess perception checks for me will be a disadvantage or whatever. <laughs> we'll have to, to wait do. and see, but yeah. probably. And see if you can right. even fit through like a doorway or something. Well, I could just squeeze them up. It's like, it, you know, it, it can, okay. it can okay. take okay. a form. It's fine, yeah. The guy that you were speaking to uh, says, oh, that was a quite a nice song you had there. I, you know, rather enjoyed it. Uh, some interesting choices of threads you got going on. Very interesting way of going about it. I've never seen anybody do it like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so you might fit in. I mean, it's... Yeah, get on up there. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. And, uh, yeah, you're able to make your way up, and you can see, once you get into the fourth tier, the big booming lights of the Crits Carlton, nice. like, just down the road, and you make your way down there, and the doorman, like, greets you, and it says, Oh, good day! Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the Crits Carlton! I see you are all absolutely magnificent fashion. Yes, and Rella says, Yes, do you have any gray poupon? <laughs> gray poupon what? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> and I walk inside. <laughs> and Razzle, you go ahead, you walk inside. Yashi, Randy, you're about to follow in behind him, but before you do, you notice that people in the streets are still giving you kind of an odd look despite your pristine fashion, but you think it's maybe the big rock guy you have with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> well. Did, did Dwayne maybe get, like, you know, Chippendale's cuffs and, like, a bow tie? So. Sure, but that doesn't excuse <laughs> okay. the fact that he's a giant earth elemental. Yeah, that's fair. But regardless of that, you walk into the Crits Carlton, and, of course, you walk into this nice open lobby with a fountain, Every nice hotel's got to have a fountain. <laughs> sure. Uh, there's a nice chandelier overhead, marble flooring. There's some people milling about, and of course, you get some very odd glances, again, because of the giant stone guy. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can see that there's somebody at the front desk, and you walk up and you present your pamphlet that you won and everything, and they go, Oh, yes, oh, fantastic. Strumlot students. I will, I'll get the manager. One second, though, we'll get you set up. 
they go off and they come back with a manager, and it's this very hair slicked back. It's Tim Curry from Home Alone 2. Nice. And he walks out and he says, mm, Yes, welcome <laughs> to the Crits Carlton. Perhaps we can find you your new room because we have to make some arrangements. What does that mean? Well, see, recently there was an assassination attempt against one of the ambassadors uh, from Alcum, so... Hence the security, I guess. That being said, we will be putting you in the ambassador's suite because we moved the ambassador to your room. Sweet! Oh. We might get assassinated instead. That's a good trade-off for a suite, though. That's well, true. it seems as though we have the attempt had already been made. Mm. So you should be okay, but we will have our security detail <laughs> on that floor. So if you will please follow the bellhop, they will take all of your belongings. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Up to the room, and we hope you enjoy your stay at the Kritz Carlton. <laughs> So, if you need anything, don't hesitate to call down. The Ira Glass number is one. Oh, you just say one? Just say one. Just the phone rings next to him. One. <laughs> oh, the emphasis sounds mm. important. Okay. Yes. Okay, very cool. good, sir. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Not a problem. If you need anything else, don't ask me unless it's dire. Okay. And he walks off. And uh, the bellhop takes you up to your room. There's a series of, you know, you take an elevator up to this very posh-looking floor. And Randy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) things are looking really, really familiar Uh as you're walking through this hotel. Oh. You're having some real deja vu as you start to recognize the design that's on the carpet, the uh, decorations on the walls that dot here and there around the doorways. You recognize the pottery that the plants are set in and the benches that are scattered here and there throughout the hotel. And then all of a sudden it clicks. You realize this is where you were with your teacher. Oh. Oh. Well, okay. You know this. Yeah. Only you know this. Whether you decide to share this information, it's completely up to you. I'll keep it tucked away in my fancy new suit for right, right <laughs> okay. now. So, Roger wow, that. this room looks awesome. Let's go. Yeah, yeah the, the bellhop opens the door, and it's this big room, and you can see the entire city from uh. this view. There's a living room, a small dinette area. There are three different bedrooms. It is an ambassador's suite. So you have a very, very luxurious room to be able to enjoy the bicentennial for the entirety of this upcoming week, which we'll get into that next episode. (laughs) Listeners, talk to y'all after a while. 